0: The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. We are so glad to have you back with us here uh, on this show. Yeah, a chance for you to call in is happening in three, two, one, right now. 6,400 John Scholes here hosting again. And my good pal, the boss, has all the information. Lior Sanfiru joins us momentarily and here is the deal we aim to make you smarter as we uh, as we have been for over 10 years on this show the employment law show if you haven't heard us before welcome to it your first time we all got jobs we all got gigs we all want the protections that are provided to us the deal is if you don't know how good those protections your rights are you can give them away unknowingly that's the mistake we're trying to avoid every night here in the show so again the best way to get that information a is listening to the show watching our tv show on the weekends and also calling in now, 416-870-6400. We're going to get to a ton of email. It's kind of been backing up over the last couple of weeks, so we like to empty the inbox, right, every so often and uh, do exactly that. Beyond the uh, the half hour of this show, always reachable, Lior and his team. And that, as you know by now, 1-855-821-5900, help at Say I'll give you some more information how to reach out as we progress through this uh, this 30 minutes but we're set to go with emails very shortly coming momentarily but always the case of the day gets us warmed up pal what do you got going on
1: hey johnny awesome, awesome awesome to be here of course wanting to talk about employment law wednesday is my answering questions day because not only am i here live i also do a live stream and i answer a lot of questions that way you can find that on on facebook on youtube on reddit uh, just go to employmentlawyer.ca if you ever want to join me on that But right now, I am live, as I said, wanting to take your calls with your questions about your boss, your job, your job security, your constructive dismissal, your wrongful dismissal, harassment, discrimination, you name it. You're listening to the right show to get those answers. And, of course, if beyond the show you want to also connect with me and my team, got a large team across Canada, frankly, uh, you just uh, reach out. We'll give you that contact information throughout the show. It doesn't have to end just for the 30 minutes of the show. And I think to kind of uh, change it up a bit uh, today, Johnny, I'll tell you about a couple of situations. Uh, the, the, the second one I'll tell you about actually had to do with an interview that I did earlier today with uh, Kelly Cotrera right here. And I thought it'd be interesting to bring that up. But awesome. let me start off with the, a case that came across my desk earlier. Uh, I spoke with a gentleman where he actually was let go. He was called into a meeting, was let go because of restructuring. He was very upset. And he did something after that, yeah, shouldn't have done after uh, he was let go. He started, um, you know, bad-mouthing the company, sending emails to his coworkers saying, you know, bad things about the boss and the owners. He also started kind of spamming the owners of the company. Uh, and, uh, you know, certainly things that I would say to no one, to, to everyone, don't ever do. But when the company realized what's what he was doing, they immediately wrote him a letter saying, uh, you know that severance offer that we made you? That's revoked now. We're, we're not gonna. Uh, we're not gonna pay you any severance. Uh, it's it's gone. Forget it. We're we're gonna treat this as a termination for cause. So that's when he called me, and I'm glad that he did. And the reason I say I'm glad is because, despite the fact that his behavior obviously was not appropriate, never a good idea to do that. By the time he did that, he was no longer an employee. He has already been let go. So. Whatever he did after cannot be a reason to deny him his severance package. Once he was let go, that right to get his severance was crystallized. And the fact that once he's no longer an employee, he behaves in a certain way, does not give the company the right to change its mind to avoid paying severance. He is owed, in fact, his full severance. Not only that, this guy had worked for this company for three years he was offered six weeks severance. He was owed five months severance. So that original offer that he got that the company then revoked was not even a good offer. It was a terrible offer. So I'm gonna help him get his full severance. But I wanna remind everyone here, certainly never a good idea to to act unprofessionally after you're let go. But ultimately, whatever you do after you're let go cannot mean that the company now doesn't have to pay you severance, that they get to avoid paying you that severance. You're no longer working there. Uh, the, The right to severance is already done. It's there. So this company got it wrong. Uh, everyone kind of behaved inappropriately here, but ultimately, John, he still is out his full severance.
0: And again, that's why you always reach out. You do not hesitate. There may be that tip of the iceberg, but it's what's underwater that Leor can get back for you. If that gives you a bit of a visual, what uh, is sometimes possible. And again, to reach out, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. And quite simply, uh, you know, for simpler matters, you can also. Uh, Get to the severance calculator. Reach that at pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. It's it's anonymous. It's simple to use. It takes about 30 seconds. And honestly, millions of Canadians, millions, that's not hyperbole, millions of Canadians have used it and realized going, oh, wow, my neighbor across the street who says I get a week per year, that guy couldn't have been more wrong. But again, that's pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Uh, I want to get to our first email here, Lior, before we take a, a wee break. Get some phone calls happening. Again, that number to call in now. Do so. 416 870 Sixty-four hundred. Uh, Francis says, "Guys, my employer found out that I was spending about a oh, an hour a day on social media on my work computer. I was fired on the spot. I've not been paid any severance. Am I owed anything in this case?"
1: So the issue here, of course, is that you're expected during work hours to to do work, and sure. if you're getting paid to work and instead you're doing something else like social media and talk to your friends or you know, going uh, out and, and doing other things that are not work-related, that's not appropriate. But the real question is not whether this person did something wrong. The real question is the fact that, that she did that, does that mean that she can be let go for cause with no severance? And the answer is absolutely not. There's no way. And the reason is... Because the company is obligated to build a case. So if she, if the company realizes she's spending this time on social media, well, they need to deal with it. They need to tell her, no, can't do that. Give you a warning that you have to uh, stop doing that. And if she continues doing it, maybe then they give another warning, a final yeah. warning. And then maybe they're in a position to terminate for cause. They can't just say, well, we just found out that you were spending an hour too long on social media. And that's not appropriate. Therefore, we are letting you go for cause. No. That is still a wrongful dismissal. As I've said many times on the show, the fact that an employee does something wrong does not mean they could just be let go for cause with no severance, not at all. So this employer sounds like they jumped the gun, they still wrongfully dismissed her, and she needs to give me a call so I can help her deal with it.
0: Francis taking the first step. Nicely done, by the way, sending that email along, but follow up with a phone call now. Again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Let We continue lots more. The Employment Law Show is... Coming right up. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Ask your questions, Lior Sanfiru, Always here on a uh, Wednesday. You want to reach out anytime after the show? Help at employmentlawyer.ca, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, the website and the phone number beyond this half hour one eight five five eight two as we mentioned off the top, we're trying to get through as many emails as we can over the course of our time in between your calls, by the way. Rob is next. Guys, um, question, can they be fired after eight months of working at a job when they recruited me away from a previous position? I was only given one week's notice.
1: So, you know, the real question is not, can he be let go? Because the answer to that is, yeah, an employer can let you go. The real question is, what is he owed as a result of being let go? And this sounds to me like a classic case of inducement. What that means is that he wasn't looking to leave. He was uh, recruited away from a job that hopefully was a secure job. And then things didn't work out and he was let go. Well, what happens in that situation, because he was recruited away, is that the, the new company, when they have to pay him severance, actually have to recognize the service that he had with the previous company. So he's only been with this company for eight months, but if he was with the comp- that previous company for, I don't know, five years, let's say, well, now when it comes to paying him severance, he's a five-plus-year guy, meaning he has to get paid severance on that basis. That could be the difference between getting a little severance and getting a lot of severance. Either way, by the way, John, even if he was only an eight-month employee he's still going to be owed a lot more than a week's pay. Even if there was no recruitment, even if he's just an eight-month employee, his severance is going to be calculated in months, not days and not weeks, and months. So this would be a wrongful dismissal in any event, but potentially he's owed even more because he was recruited. A good reminder for everyone, if you are recruited from another job and the new job doesn't work out, yeah, you may be owed enhanced severance, more severance, That you have to really give me a call then.
0: This would be a good time for Rob to uh, a review his uh, employment contracts and send it to you to see if they've uh, if they wisely we we kind of doubt it but see if they wisely put some sort of clause in there saying we will not recognize previous service right
1: yeah and oftentimes usually employers are not as you say wise enough to do that uh, but in some cases they might be so uh, definitely he wants to see that but. Everyone else as well, if you're going to accept a job, especially if you're recruited, especially if you're leaving a secure job to to join another company, man, you really want to be careful with that agreement that you've signed. You want to be extra careful. Don't just look at how many weeks vacation and whether you're getting a pay raise. Look at everything or or, or have me help you with that uh, because you could be giving up rights that uh, otherwise you have.
0: Yeah, I can imagine if it's someone who's been somewhere for twenty five, thirty years and they go to this new company, so he's like, oh, I was gonna retire. No, no, we really like you, you've got tons, you've got decades of experience. A year in, six months in, you get let go, but because you signed that it didn't see that clause, man, there's two years pay down the down the two potentially, right?
1: It's literally that, yes. You could yeah. have lost two years pay. That could be tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. So be careful with what you sign. Always, best thing to do, send me a copy of it before you sign. I'll take a look and I'll, look and I'll tell you if it's a problem or not.
0: We're working down the email pile. Ben is next, says, Lior, quit my job because my employer never let me take more than one week's vacation max. They would pay me vacation pay, but I would not be allowed to take time off because they were too busy. Did my employer do anything illegal here?
1: Well, absolutely yes because depending on how long you've worked for the company, they have to give you either 2 or 3 weeks vacation a year minimum, and that's vacation time. That's time off work that that, that you're you're required to get. So no, they can't uh, avoid doing that, and if he quits because of that, well, not only could he uh, could he potentially be owed some money, but if he quits because the company does something that's illegal well that's a constructive dismissal if the company is not abiding by the law and he says well I'm not gonna work here I'm gonna leave and and he goes ahead and does it well the law says you're not leaving because you felt like it you're leaving because you shouldn't have to work in an illegal situation so the law looks at that as a termination constructive dismissal and he can get severance so that's the key here and I've seen that in situations where the company Uh, doesn't refuses to pay vacation pay or refuses to pay overtime or doesn't calculate your commissions properly and and because of that you leave. Well, if you're leaving because the company is doing something illegal, the law considers that to be usually a termination of employment. That means the company has to pay you your full severance.
0: Email address we're using and for any time for yourself as well, help at employmentlawyer.ca. TJ coming up here says, guys, got into an argument with my boss and was fired on the spot with zero compensation. I've always been a good employee and have worked for the company for five years. Any chance I can get my job back?
1: Well, in terms of getting his job back, that's up to the company. Uh, The law cannot require in 99.9% of cases for a company to take someone back. But What the law can do is to to compensate you, to, to, and usually that's done by way of severance. Now in this particular situation, I mean, the fact that you may have gotten into an argument, that in itself does not mean you can be let go without severance. Remember what I said right at the beginning of the show, that just because maybe you did something wrong, maybe you did something that you now regret, doesn't mean that you can be deprived of severance. Now, I don't have the details, obviously, of this argument, you know, where were there, you know, was it violence, was, uh, you know, were uh, name-calling or was it uh, aggressive, so we, the devil's in the details, but if it's an argument, if that's yelling, people lose temper, that stuff happens, and that's not something that allows the company to let him go without severance. So, again, here, too, unless he threatened with violence or hit someone or, you know, if, if, unless it went that far... This is not going to be a legal termination. He is going to be owed severance. And after five years, depending on his position and and his age, it could be six months. It could even be as much as 12 months. So definitely worth to give me a call right away. I will get to uh,
0: Greg's email. It says, guys, love the show. Listen all week. Say, I've been on a medical disability for six months. Uh, my employer is putting pressure on me to return to work. They're telling me that if I don't come back now, they can guarantee that I'll have a job later. Any advice for me?
1: So, what you need to do as an employee that's off on a disability is to follow your doctor's lead and your doctor's advice. okay? So it shouldn't be your decision whether you go back to work, it should be your decision in consultation with your doctor. If your doctor says, "I've checked you, I've, I've uh, reviewed everything and you're able to go back to work, fantastic. But if the doctor says no, then that's it. And the company can't stop having you as an employee just because you're you're sick and unable to work. So what happens is, when you're ready to come back to work, maybe it's in a month, maybe it's in a year, when you're ready to come back to work, you tell the company, and at that point, they have to make all efforts to bring you back. Now, that doesn't mean that there's a guarantee that you have a job. The guarantee is that they're gonna try to bring you back. If they've tried and they've looked and there's just nothing, nothing available, at that point, they're allowed to let you go with severance, but they can't avoid looking. They can't avoid trying. So don't go back to work unless your doctor clears you. That's never going to end well. So follow your doctor's advice, and when you're ready to come back to work, if they don't take you back, call me.
0: Here we go, 416-870-6400. John, thanks for taking the time, pal. How are you? I'm out to buy yourself. Good, sir. What's on your mind?
1: All right. So my employer of uh last 16 years they basically told me they're moving me out of my current role and and want me to move into uh <clears throat> a different role within the company. Pay, vacation, everything would remain the same. Myself personally I'm not not interested in taking the new role. So I'm trying to understand what kind of rights here that
0: uh that I have currently.
1: Sure. So, John, what is it about the new role that you don't like? It is one that I had previously done. So, so you know, even though, yeah. though everything the same, um, you know, in my mind, it's a demotion. Okay. Do you think that others, you know, in the workplace would look at it potentially as a demotion as well?
0: uh view that your colleagues
1: for example you know when they if your colleagues hear that you've taken on this role would they potentially see that as you being demoted uh correct yes okay so if in fact it is can be seen as a demotion not just by you but by others as well that's not something your employer is allowed to do if it's not a a lateral move uh then it, it can cause embarrassment in the workplace and and it could be uh something that that makes your life very uncomfortable. And that's why I was asking you about what others would think here. So potentially what you're looking at here is a constructive dismissal. A Constructive dismissal happens when your employer changes the terms of your employment in a negative way. And if you've been demoted, that's a negative change. So that may allow you to consider your employment as being terminated and get severance. And if you've been there for 16 years, you could be looking at 18 months pay. You know, it could even potentially be more. So uh, that's what's at stake here. But because there's a lot a lot here for you at stake, there's a lot of uh, compensation potentially that you're owed, we need to do this right. I want to sit down with you. I want to understand the differences between the roles. I want to understand exactly how this is a demotion. Uh, but because if it is, we're able to pursue it. So you need to give me a call, John, off air. We'll give you that number in a second. Let's get together and have that chat. Perfect. Thank
0: you. Thank you, John. appreciate uh, Appreciate your time and to reach out as uh, I've mentioned several times during the show. Do so. Do not hesitate. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Just like John, you got time as well to make that phone call and talk to us. Get some quick answers. That took about uh, two minutes total, right? Pretty good. Four one six eight seven zero. 6,400 down the email list we go, Lior. It's going to be uh, Richard's up next. This guy's, I'm about to leave my current job to take a position with a different company. They've put a 10-page agreement in front of me, and I don't understand the half of it. You've always said that it's best not to have an agreement at all. Should I ask him to get rid of it? That'd be nice.
1: Well, yeah. I, (laughs) I, I, I can tell you just from this email, without obviously knowing anything more and talking to this person, that in that 10-page agreement, there's probably going to be at least 10 different things that are problematic, okay? I, I I guarantee that. So, yes, if the company would get rid of it completely and you start a job on the handshake, I'm happy with that. That's probably not going to happen, though. What instead we need to do is we need to go over it together, the agreement. I can tell you here's the issues. And then you go back to them and say, okay, here's some of the changes that I want. You know, we don't necessarily have to fix all you know, 10 things that are wrong with it. We should pick the two or three main things that we care the most about, and then we can negotiate those things. And and it's not hard to do and in, in the vast majority of cases, if you approach the company correctly, they'll be uh, willing to negotiate and eliminate those problematic terms. So don't hesitate to do that. Uh, I don't think that the company is just gonna say, okay, let's forget about it completely. Let's just write your name on a napkin, you sign it, I sign it, and we're good. It'd be great if they did, by the way. I'm happy with that, but they're probably not. Let's, let's review the agreement. Let's negotiate that. That's the way to go.
0: We'll get to Marianne here. We got some time still. Says, guys, the dentist I work for is about to retire and close his practice. I've asked about Severance, and he had no idea what I was talking about. Of course not. Uh, I've worked for him as a hygienist for 10 years. Am I owed anything?
1: Yeah, and the reason why Johnny here said, of course not, is because we've had many discussions on the show about doctors, dentists, chiropractors, the best professionals care about their patients, care about their employees, by you the bet. way. But from uh, uh, the perspective of understanding their legal obligations, no, not so much. Uh, so here's how that works. Yes, yes, she's owed severance. And doesn't matter if you work for a small employer large employer, doesn't matter if there's one other person or a hundred other people, you are going to be owed your full severance if you lose your job. Now, John, how long did she say she worked there for?
0: Uh, 10 years, hygienist.
1: So she could easily be owed a year's severance here. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's what's at stake for her. So the best way to do it is to get me to inform and educate the doctor. And I would send a letter and he would then, as a response to that letter, get some legal advice that lawyer is gonna tell him the same thing. Yes, you have to pay severance, he'll pay severance. So, very common with doctors when they retire, when they close their practice, when, they're, when they sell their practice, that uh, they don't appreciate the legal obligations they have to their employees. They have those obligations uh, and in many cases, we have employees that, that have worked for many years, so let's not walk away from those rights.
0: I think we got time for Jimmy at the end here. says, guys, just received notice that our office will be shutting down in a year, 12 months. I want to take. Uh, leave, I want to uh, leave rather. Take another job. Can I get severance?
1: Well, not unless you have a deal with the company to do that. Uh, because generally speaking, if you leave before your last day, you you don't are not owed anything. So it's possible that at the end of the twelve months, if he had stayed, he could be owed still severance on top of that notice that he got. But if he leaves before, he doesn't get paid. Now, one of the things he could do here is to go to the company and say, okay, company, how about this? You guys told me you're going to pay me for the next year. How about I leave next week and you just guys pay me for six months? So you save money, I make some money, and everyone's happy. Maybe they'll agree to that. Uh, but if they don't agree to that and you leave before, unfortunately, you're not going to get severance.
0: Well, I think the chance of that happening are they'll say, you know what, if you just want to
1: leave, leave. I mean, they might not, but you don't know, right? It's worth well, they may see Well, they may see that as a way to save money. We were going to pay him yeah. for the next year. He probably wasn't going to work that hard anyway because he knows he's leaving. <laughs> so may as well have him leave now and just pay him half of that. So yeah, actually, I can see that working and I've seen it work quite a few times.
0: And with that said, we are done for tonight's show, but stick around tomorrow. At the same time, we'll be right back at it. So in the meantime, reaching out to Leor and team, 1-855-821-5900 is how you do that. Email that we use right there, help at employmentlawyer.ca. And always go to that website first, free, anonymous, no commitment right there, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. We'll catch you tomorrow again, 630 right here on the Employment Law Show.